This episode of Warp 5 is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 180,000 titles for smartphone, tablet, and desktop. To get a free audiobook of your choice and help Trek FM at the same time, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. And also by Enterprise in Space, an international program of the nonprofit National Space Society. Find out how you can help science and education and become a virtual crew member aboard the NSS Enterprise Orbiter by visiting enterpriseinspace.org. And if you want to join in on the conversation and share your thoughts on this episode or any other, please join the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, that's B-A-B-E-L, into the Facebook search field. We look forward to seeing you there. Hi, this is Gary Graham, Ambassadors of All in Star Trek. You're listening to Warp 5. How we doing, Trip? Ready when you are. Prepare for warp. Course laid in, sir. Request permission to get underway. Welcome, boomers, to another episode of Warp 5. I am your host, Patrick Devlin, and joining me today, as always, is Brandon Shamatala. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing really good today, and Patrick, I just wanted to say, you're looking really marvelous this morning. You're very handsome and dapper, and, you know, I just want to tell you that I'm so happy to be recording with you, and I just wanted to say something nice to you about that. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, So, anyway, yesterday... I don't know. Uh, so so that, that's good to hear that you're good. I'm exhausted. Yeah, we're recording at a weird time here. Um, I, we could probably just jump right in and tell people why and what's going on. So the first thing that we'll do, why don't we jump into the announcement that we got to give? Yes, okay, let's, let's do that. Okay, excellent. And then we'll talk about why we were saying something nice and whatnot. So, yes. um, excellent. So we're going to cut in here. We've got an announcement from Brandy. Hey, boomers, it's Brandy. I am here to announce that, with sadness, I am leaving Warp 5. It may seem sudden to a lot of you, and I apologize for that. The decision has been anything but what's happening in my life and how busy it's about to get. And it's pretty freaking busy right now. So so in order to maintain my mental and physical health, I realized that... There were some things that I had to let go of. It was not an easy decision, and there were no good choices. I wanted to keep doing everything, but I can't. So I ask your forgiveness, and uh, you guys know you're in great hands with Patrick and Brandon and whoever else they get to be on the show. They will keep bringing you all these wonderful podcasts I will very fondly remember my experiences on the show. And, uh, you know, I'll still be around. I'm still doing Live from the Edge. And uh, I have some other projects that may not necessarily be Star Trek related that are uh, hopefully going to come to fruition. And, yeah. So, again, I'm sorry for the seemingly abrupt nature of this announcement and I will miss being here. I really, truly will. So, 
Everybody take care. Patrick and Brandon, you take care. And I will miss you all. Farewell. While we're very sad to have Brandy go, we understand that, you know, life has its commitments and whatnot. And, you know, she's got to take care of herself. So we wish her the best of luck. And you guys will always have her on Live from the Edge. So be sure to tune into that on Friday nights. Uh, We will miss her on the show. But Patrick and I are going to be continuing along. And uh, the reason why we're recording right now, so it's the 10th of March and it's Saskatchewan time. It's just before seven. We've been talking for a little bit here. And Patrick and I are going to be going back to the same kind of schedule that Floyd and I had. So we're going to be recording two episodes once a month um, and then releasing episodes every other week. So just so you guys understand. So uh, I'm still sticking around because I'm still having too much fun talking about Enterprise with Patrick here. So I don't want to give up quite yet. So we're going to keep coming. We're going to keep trucking. You got your Warp 5 fix, guys. Um, So have no fear about that. Um, But yeah, so we just wanted to get that announcement up as quick as we could here for you guys. So Patrick, I hand the reins back to you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, no, uh, so so Brandy will be missed, but, you know, the show shall go on, as they say. And uh, I guess that's that. But back to what we were going to talk about here today. Today, we planned on doing a season one, Say Something Nice. Yes. And that's why I started with something nice, but Patrick didn't say something nice back to me, so I'm a little hurt. No, you know, because I messed up. It's a long story, and I'll get into it when we do our next week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm also really tired. Look, so yesterday, this is, uh, as you said, it's the 10th. On the 9th, I went to Big Apple Comic Con, and I was out late with that, and I'm just exhausted, and... uh, you know, so that's that. And I'm not used to saying nice things to Brandon. It's usually the other way around. I know. That's why. So that's why I wanted to start with something nice. You're, you're looking very handsome. Even though you're tired, you look beautiful. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Um... This episode, though, is inspired by our friends over at the Trek Geeks podcast. Because they've done this a couple of times right now where they've done a Say Something Nice episode. And I like that because... Well, there's always something to like about Star Trek. So, you know, the concept of this episode is that we've picked three episodes from season one. We're going to do four of these. We picked three episodes from season one, each of us. We don't know which ones we picked. And we're going to say these might not be episodes that we like or these might not be episodes that are very popular. But then we're going to say something that we really do like about each one of these episodes. Because we do believe that there is some good in every episode of Star Trek. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So... So now that you guys have the rules, because I didn't even know them before like a couple days ago, but now that you guys have the rules, um, Brandon, would you like to start with your first? Sure, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go chronologically through the season here. So uh, that's how I'm gonna do it here, and I'm gonna start with unexpected. Now, I really do like the episode unexpected, but I know that a lot of people don't. Um, I think it's a really fun episode. I think it's a very TOS style episode and, uh, I like watching it and I'm not offended by the jokes that they make because my wife's been pregnant and, you know, my wife had things like that happen to her. So for all these people that say it's like a crazy stereotype against pregnant women, I don't know, man, like my wife, she didn't exactly act like this, but I mean, like I've seen it happen. So I don't, I don't get the upset. I think it's funny. My wife thinks it's funny. I know I'm not the only one that thinks it's funny. So, so the episode doesn't bother me, but one of the really cool things that I like about this episode that I've always loved is when he's getting used to the new atmosphere of the ship. 
right? And he, he's like, he's got to go through that decompression changer or whatever it is. And they've got this really neat effect that he's, he, he's having a tough time adapting. And it's almost like, you know, deep sea divers coming up to air or something like that or going down really low. They've like, he's affected by the pressure of it is how I've always associated it in my head. Like there's just too much pressure on him. And so it takes some time to get used to it. But I've always loved that scene. I think it's a really cool effect. I think it's something really interesting in Star Trek that we haven't seen before. And I think it's amazing. And I love that they've added it in this episode. It's cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I really like those scenes. Um, oh, so this was one of my episodes too, actually, mm-hmm. for a different reason. And what I really liked about this episode, and because uh, the thing I didn't like about this episode is how he gets pregnant was kind of cheesy in my opinion, but whatever. What I do like about this episode is when it starts, it really reminds me of like really early DS9 with everything just kind of breaking in random weird ways. Mm. You know, like she goes to get carbonated water and gets sludge and... All the different little things that are happening, and like when he's he's like when um, Archer says maybe we should come out drop out of warp, he's like oh, I think I can have it fixed in a minute, and then the explosion behind Archer, and they actually just reach over and grab fire extinguishers if the computer doesn't put the stuff out. Like I really like those scenes. Cool with the ship just kind of falling apart. Yeah, that's really neat too. It does make me think of O'Brien on DS Nine where he's like having a tough time in that one episode where he gets all upset. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Trip really doesn't necessarily get upset, but uh, but yeah, I like that. It does it definitely does make me think of uh, of O'Brien in it for sure. So yep, excellent. Well, should I move on to my next one? Yes, that would be great. Okay, so I'm going to go to Sleeping Dogs for my next next episode here. Now, at this point in Star Trek, I'm really tired of the Klingons, and I was on my original watch of Enterprise, and I still am. I'm really really tired of the Klingons, so. Did I say the right episode? Sleeping Dogs, I said, right? Yes. You're just looking at me funny here. I'm like, did I say Shadows of Pajam? <laughs> no, 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 you said Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> okay, good. So, I don't know. Like, I'm tired because it's so tropey, and this episode ends with that trope of like, oh, we're the Klingons, brah, beat my chest, and yet the Federation beat us again. We're just the worst warriors ever. Everybody beats us, including, you know, you know, what's her name? Estelle Getty from the Golden Girls could beat these Klingons. <laughs> like, Anyways, but... I really do like the interaction between uh, T'Pol and Hoshi and Reed on the ship, right? Because they're, you know, it's early on. They they do a lot of really cool stuff together on the ship. And I like seeing the three of them on this away team mission on the ship. And especially, you know, with Hoshi, we don't get much out of her. So it's really nice to see her in action on the scene. So I love this episode for that aspect of it, seeing them work together three characters that we don't see interacting very often in the run of the show that's what i love about this episode a lot all right so for my second one which was actually gonna be my first one but you used my second one (laughs) i kind of cheated and i'm actually not gonna go with a single episode i'm gonna go more with the entrance to the episode i didn't i did not like the intro to to, um enterprise at all okay broken bow the whole intro drove me crazy and uh, but I did like the images throughout them. Oh, you mean the main title sequence? Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> what? You know, the, the whole song I didn't like. It actually finally grew on me, like, almost to the end of season two, and then they go and change the, the melody of it anyway. but Oh, yeah, the, the season one and two version of the song is way better than the season three and four. Yeah, but I, I didn't I At the time, I'm, I'm trying to think back, I, I hated it, but I always liked like seeing the Enterprise, you know, shuttle, the actual shuttle being pulled out onto the 
onto the tarmac or whatever mm-hmm. they use in space and just the, the history of the Enterprise I really enjoyed even though I could not stand the the uh, main title. I've always liked the the song. I never ever had a problem with it. I never understood why people had a problem with it. You know, it's one of those things in fandom where you don't find because of where I live and because of who I interacted with. I didn't find out that people hated it until like much later. You know, uh, so, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because it was it wasn't really until I got involved with Trek FM that I found out that people hated the Enterprise theme song. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because it's not. You know what? I'll tell you why. And it's the same reason I don't like Discoveries and. I know most people actually really enjoy Discoveries. I don't. Um, it, it just, it, it's very different from, like, I grew up for the TNG to Voyager era, and you always just saw the ships or the station, mm-hmm. you know, and, and some kind of music. You didn't see other images. You didn't hear other songs. It was just, like, them flying around space and doing stuff and mm-hmm. shots of space and I don't know. That was that was how a Star Trek episode opened to me. I also don't really like the song, but that's mm-hmm. irrelevant. I mean, I think the song is so perfect. We should almost do an episode just on the song. I don't know. If we, I don't know if we have much more to say beyond this, but I mean, like the lyrics of it to me, it does it work out perfect. But you know, I it didn't like it then. I didn't, I didn't think that through then. So, in other words, when I torture you, what I'm going to do is that Clockwork Orange thing, except. I'll hold your eyes open and just play this over and over. Yes, it'll be the end of... Yes, I'll snap. Yes, excellent, right on. Oh, <laughs> Well, should we move into our third choice here? Yeah, sure. I think that's the, the logical progression of things. Okay, excellent. This is, episode's going a little quicker than I thought it would, but uh, I guess that's okay. Um, Way quicker. We'll be done in 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two days and two nights is my next one here that I wanted to talk about. And while this is not my favorite, and I think it's kind of problematic that like, you know, the way that, uh, Trip and, uh, Reed are like interacting on the planet, that's not really my favorite plot line. You know, I kind of like the Archer stuff, but, uh, I love the Hoshi stuff because again, we don't get a lot of Hoshi. So I think this episode's really fun for, for Hoshi, you know, getting some, you know, getting some, getting some, Right. Right. Yeah, so it's it's nice. It's a nice plot for her. It's a nice character development for her, and uh, you know she's the only one who had a good time, and uh, and she had a she had a fun experience on uh, on Riza, and I love it. I think it's great. Awesome. What awesome. do you think of that episode? What do you think of that? Uh, I like it. I actually like the episode, and I I um I think it's good. Anytime we get Hoshi, I like. So mm-hmm. you know. What this ep- what the series needed in general for me was a little bit more Hoshi and a lot more Mayweather, but you know there's only so much time you can put on characters on a screen. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm in suspense, Patrick. <laughs> Take me so, out of suspense. My last one, I didn't even know this was an episode that some people didn't like, but apparently, I after we talked about it the last time, I got a lot of messages saying that what I liked about the episode in in our discussion was the only good thing in it, but. I really enjoyed Detained, but the, the I, thing Detained I liked the amazing. most, I, I love the episode, but I got a lot of messages saying how much they hated it, but what I really, really liked is I felt like I was watching Quantum Leap for a minute, and when you mm-hmm. had um, the guy who plays Alan Quantum Leap, I can't think of his name off the top of my, uh, my head. Dean Stockwell. D- yes, thank you. Uh, when you have Dean Stockwell and Scott Bakula, and Dean's punching you know into like a calculator type thing, that it just... It brought me back to my childhood because mm-hmm. I watched uh, Quantum Leap as a child with my father. So 
I loved seeing it again, you know, even mm-hmm. if the, the roles were very different. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should we should watch the pilot episode of Quantum Leap for a Warp 5 episode. We definitely can. I mean, I, I just watched it like three weeks ago. Did you? See, I've yep. only seen a couple episodes of Quantum Leap, and I liked it, but I just, I, I think I was a little too young when it was out. Like, I remember, I remember the, I think it was this, whatever, you got to test my trivia here. How much do you know about Quantum Leap? A lot? A decent amount. Okay, I think it was the season five premiere, which was the JFK one. Yes. Anyways, I th- it was a big season premiere, and I remember they, like, were advertising it like crazy, and I remember that I watched that one live. And then I thought the ending was really interesting for that one. I won't spoil it for anybody who's a 30-year-old show, but I thought the ending for that episode was really interesting. So, because, you know, uh, yeah. And, you know, er- anybody that knows the episodes knows why, because the, the mission turns out to be different because Al's machine's broken. So he thinks it's one thing. And it turns out to be something else at the end, and he doesn't find out until the end. So, anyways, I, I like that one a lot. I don't understand how anybody can not like Detained. Detained is one of the best episodes of Enterprise, and it's just so important. That's that's what I believe, but I, I got a lot of... I didn't like that. I mean, it's <laughs> so relevant to today's times. Like, you know, putting people in a camp, you know, judging people based on their skin, you know, judging people based on their religion, you know isolating people you know it's so relevant to today and i remember watching it the first time in 2016 the first time in 10 years and i was watching it for our from there to here rewatch i was just blown away by this episode i'm like holy crap like i don't know i think it's one of the best episodes it's probably in my top five as far as stories go like that need to be told it's one of the best stories of star trek absolutely you know, in general, just just in Star Trek, because like you said, it's so relevant to when it was written and today. Mm-hmm. Some stories were more relevant when they were written. Some stories are more relevant later. This one was extremely relevant then because of what we had with the 9-11 issues, right? And now, because what we have going on right now. And even before that, because of things like the Japanese internment camps, like this has always been relevant. Concentration camps in World oh, War II. Oh yeah, II, absolutely. You know, like it's always been relevant. I don't know. So that's, I can't believe anybody would have a negative thing to say about this episode. It's, it's so important. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to call anyone out, but I got a bunch of messages. So, so when we were yeah, talking about George. this, I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about that episode because I just like talking about that episode in general anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, it's one of my favorite Definitely top five Enterprise, probably definitely top five Star Trek for me. Mm-hmm. So if I get a chance to sneak this in here as a negative and make it a positive, I'll do it. Yeah. It wasn't anybody named George, so anybody named George, don't be offended. <laughs> no, nobody named George messaged me about anything. <laughs> Anyways, excellent. Right on. Cool. So this is the concept idea that we kind of stole from the uh, the Trek geeks and... Uh, and, uh, you know, it's all a fun community, but it's definitely inspired by them. And uh, I think it's a heck of a lot of fun. And I'm, I, I like doing this. And we want to do it three more times. So, you know, send us some feedback in the Babel Conference. Tell us if you want to want us to do it again. Uh, and uh, maybe you can send us your comments for uh, for these episodes or for, for some season one episodes that you guys, the listeners, think are are unappreciated episodes or un, unenjoyed episodes that you might have something that you really like about. So... Excellent, right on. Well, saying nice things about episodes from Season 1 of Star Trek Enterprise is not the only thing we've been doing here on the network. So take a quick listen to this clip. 
and see what else you may have missed elsewhere on Trek FM. Previously on Trek.FM, Earl Grey. You're right. There's there's definitely something that we need to look at with death. And although it's very sad, but like you're saying, Richard, like the opposite of enjoy the time that you have while you're alive with them. And that's what, and again, as you said, Richard, like if you don't forget them, they really will still be a part of you in your life. And their influence is going to be just as real, you know, from your memory of them. Literary Treks. So all of that's coming to, and then you get all good things going through your brain of, you know, oh yes, Worf and Troy, and I've always loved them together. And then when I started this, reading this book, it brought out this emotion of what? No, this cannot happen. I don't even want to see Deanna with Worf at all. And I was so surprised by that because I've always liked Troy and Worf together. Melodic treks. So somebody that conceivably is into the modern jazz quartet, which is like having some fine wine, sometimes wants a piece of cake and slim and slam, that would be cake. <laughs> and these sort of not really jump blues or R&B, but saxophone players that played modern jazz that were in this bluesier, more soul style. There were people around then like Illinois Jaquette and Arnett Cobb. Jimmy Forrest, Gene Ammons. The Edge, a Star Trek Discovery podcast. It's the time is not variable, so it's not going to matter if time is the constant there. So when he says on my mark, that means here it is. That's where I need to go. So send me there. Yeah, okay. I'll buy it, but I still don't believe it. (laughs) Mic drop. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out all these shows and join the conversation about your favorite corner of the Star Trek universe and beyond. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're an Apple user, be sure to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts on iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV, or the desktop iTunes app to get the latest episodes as soon as they are published. And please leave us a star rating and a written review. If you're not an Apple user, we've got you covered as well. You can find our shows on Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, in most third-party apps, and you can stream and download the MP3 file from our website or grab the RSS link as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show, and there are many ways for you to do that. The best place to join the larger conversation is the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and on Facebook, and it should come right up. If you'd like to send us email, you can use the form on our website at trek.fm slash contact. Choose to send a show and select Warp 5. That will come right to us. You can also find the network on Twitter at trek.fm and Facebook at facebook.com slash trek.fm. So, Brandon, where can people find you when you're not being detained and I'm yelling at you with a calculator? I thought you were going to say something nice. Okay. So, Brandon, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> say something nice to me <laughs> so Brandon where, where can people find you when you're not demanding me say something nice no um so Brandon where, where can people find you when you're not being the happiest nicest guy I know oh you can find me on Twitter and actually in every previous episode of Warp 5 that we've done together when I'm not being the nicest guy you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Metella 
Uh, you can find me here on the network with Melodic Treks, which we've got a couple of episodes coming out. I've got four planned, so uh, believe it or not, I'm going to make up for some lost time here. Uh, you can find me over on the Fandom Podcast Network with my friends Chris and Tom, where we do a show called Good Evening, an Alfred Hitchcock podcast, where we cover all the films in Alfred Hitchcock's filmography. Uh, we also have our own independent feed over there. And you can find me on the United Federation of Podcasts feed, and on its own feed as well, with Franchise Fatigue, with Zach Moore from Standard Orbit. And we're covering all the films in franchises, all their sequels, all their remakes. We've just wrapped up, as of this release, we've just wrapped up our Mission Impossible series, and Pet Cemetery will have been just released a couple of days ago, our first episode on the Pet Cemetery from 1989 with Denise Crosby from Star Trek The Next Generation was in it. Uh, so we got that coming along, and then we're going to be doing the Godfather series. So that's a lot of fun over there. It's a great show. You should check it out. And Patrick, where can people find you when you're not, uh, you know, talking to the birds and drinking your coffee and smiling that bright, beautiful smile of yours? Well, when I'm not doing that, they can find me at on Twitter at MagicDrop5. It's uh, no spaces. The five is a digit. They can also find me popping up on the Babel Conference. And I uh, I also host uh, co-host The Edge with my good friend Amy Nelson, um, who I will be actually recording with later on today. Uh, the, the last place they can find me is in May. I don't have the exact date right now, but in May they can find me in Ohio at the Great the the Great Gathering, which is a uh, SRG Super Show tournament that's going down in Ohio. Uh, it's a, it's another community I'm heavily involved in, and it's uh, basically a card game uh, like Magic type kind of card game, but for wrestling. Weird. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a uh, a local inventor came up with the game, and he's uh, about five sets in now. And he's uh, he's gone from you know starting the game with with not much and growing it into uh, now they sell it all over the world. I just played a guy on the internet the other day from Australia. So cool. That sounds a success cool. story. Right on. So that's in Ohio. Do you know what city? Uh, I do not. He he didn't get me the information for that. Well, but we'll, I will we'll be keep there. you guys updated. We'll let you know yeah. as soon as we got more. So anybody in Ohio, he's on his works. honeymoon, so I can't ask him right now. <laughs> Tell the guy priorities, man. Priorities. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Excellent. Right on. Uh, I guess we got a little bit more to read here, right? We just did the contact information. But if you'd like to help us keep all of our shows coming to you each week, you can become a patron of the network on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm to get all the details. Perks include early access to episodes, exclusive content, producer credits, and more. Available through our special patrons website, Patron Zone. It requires a great deal of money to produce, host, and distribute these shows each month. We really appreciate any support you can give us and hope you'll join the team. Again, you'll find all the details at patreon.com slash trekfm. And uh, just this morning, you know, off the cuff, we weren't planning it. I was sitting there talking with Tony Robinson online uh, while I was waiting for Patrick to, to sign on. And we just... Uh, Inter not not intermittently. What's the word I'm looking for? Just spontaneously, we just recorded a bonus content for uh, for patrons on uh, the last episode of Discovery, which was called "If If Memory Serves." So, be sure to check that out. We got about a ten minute conversation talking about the Telosians and the blue plants. So, yes, it was fun, and I was there for that part. That part he wasn't still waiting for me. Yes, yeah, yeah. You you and Tony and I. It was yeah. uh, spontaneous. The three of us together. Yes. It was pretty cool. So it was I very kind of good. usurped it, but. Uh, <laughs> that's that, That's me, and that's kind of what I do. That's cool. It makes things interesting. Well, at this time, we would like to thank our wonderfully beautiful patrons who support Trek FM, and in specific, they support Warp 5. We have Norman C. Lau, Floyd Dorsey, Mike Morrison, Tim Cooper, 
Justin Ozer, Mark Flessa, Chris Chibuzio, and Jim McMahon. Thank you guys so much. You're all beautiful people, and we really appreciate all the support you give us because we couldn't do it without you. Well, thanks for listening, Boomers. We really appreciate it. And until next time, remember, you can't be afraid of the wind.